2: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Hello and welcome to episode 756 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. Another day here in the arena and a good bounce back day last night. Four and two. Plus 0.37 units. Uh, we got Maryland as our unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. For those keeping score, unranked home favorite ranked opponents, our go to system this year in college basketball. It's now, I believe, 20 and 10 against the spread, 67%. So the Terps getting it done for the team. Uh, Miami uh, getting it done. That was kind of a back and forth, big sweat there against Vautech, and then Miami really pulled away late. Got VCU in a dicey one. That's why your money line instead of lay the points. What a loss laying the points. We got the money line and got a win. Ottawa and the NHL had a big lead. They blew it, and then they made us sweat, and they were able to cash there with a late goal. Uh, so we were able to get those four winners. Colorado State got completely blown out. So that one was a, a kind of an annoying one. Then the Clippers over. Uh, non-conference overs have treated us pretty good so far this season, but been a little bit, little bit of a dip here. So I'm actually going to go in a different direction tonight with one of my NBA plays. So uh, continuing to grind here, 4-2 plus 0.37 units. Don't scoff at .0 uh, at 0.37 units. We'll take it, a little bit more than a third of a unit. We're going to stack as many green days as we possibly can. Uh, but I do have a big night tonight, seven-pack, five bets in college basketball. I'm looking to, You know what, guys? I'm looking to maximize our edge. I think we got something going here. Knock on wood. We got something going here, though, with these short money line conference home favorites. So stay tuned. I have five of them for you, and there's actually one more that I bet today, earlier this morning, and the line has completely shot up. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. George Mason. Uh, they were pretty good money line play earlier. And now the, I think the the uh, morning bets pod steam has moved that thing like five points. Uh, just I think it moved like three or two. But either way, kind of out of our radar now. Uh, but seven-pack, five college, one NHL. Uh, it's the last night here for the NHL before they go to the, uh, the all-star break. So we'll see if we can get one more winner before the break. And then, as I mentioned, one bet in the NBA. So seven-pack overall. A lot to get to today, of course. You know what? You know what today's all about? I I was funny. Uh, Wednesdays are kind of a weird day for me because uh, I stay up late to look at the overnight lines and write the newsletter. Then I only get a couple hours of sleep. Uh, It's kind of a cat nap here. And then I wake up early. I do the Market Insights or the Morning Bets pod. Then I do follow the money. And then once I do follow the money and I'm done at like, you know, 7, like 7.30 a.m., 7.45 a.m., I'll let the Meadow pop out, get her, her breakfast. My uh, my fiance leaves early to go to work. She, I work from home. She has to go into work. Uh, but then I get to make a breakfast, relax. I got a big, big break here, big layoff uh, until I can do the, uh, the Market Insights pod later in the day. So I think it's like 8 a.m., 7.45 a.m., something like that, making the coffee, walking outside with Meadow. And then what happens? My phone starts to blow up. And guess what it was? It was Tom Brady. And it was funny because I follow Tom Brady um, on Instagram, on Twitter, on all the different social media apps. And actually was just literally scrolling through my app, uh, and no, Schefter hadn't broken it. No one had, had broken the news. I watched it happen, like almost the first person there, watching it happen just from Brady's own post there. So obviously, if you're living under a rock and you haven't known, and maybe you're at work, maybe you're busy, but Tom Brady the GOAT, the greatest of all time, he officially retired. And, of course, the joke is, is he really retired or is he not? We saw this happen last year. He said he's retired, then he's not, then he comes back. So kind of just surprising to me. I mean, on the one hand, it's like guy's going to be 45, 46 years old. Like, it's crazy he's played this long in such a physical, violent game. Uh, but you know what? I thought he was a perfect fit for the 49ers. Uh, you're going to have Purdy with, a, you know, like a Tommy John or torn UCL. He's going to be out for a bit. Garoppolo's a free agent. Trey Lance, uh, I don't know if you're ever going to see Trey Lance here. He got high pick, obviously, but has gotten hurt. So I thought on a one-year deal, Brady going to San Fran, they got the defense. They have all the weapons. He's from uh, the Bay Area, so it's like a homecoming there. I thought that was a perfect uh, connection there. So I was a little disappointed they didn't play one more year and go to San Fran. Uh, I would say the only one happier today than all the other NFL teams who don't have to play Brady Brady anymore is Max Kellerman. Where's Max Kellerman at? The ultimate Brady hater. He's been saying, yeah, Brady's going to fall off a cliff. He's falling off the cliff. Well, he said that for about 15 years that Brady was falling off the cliff. So, Kellerman finally gets his victory lap. Uh, the other interesting, interesting thing is, you know, Giselle too. Like, Brady... Uh, and here, here's my, like, you know, of course, Tom Brady retires. I mean, I gotta, I gotta have a comment on this uh, as my, one of my favorite athletes, my favorite athlete of all time, other than like Nomar and Pedro Martinez and, you know, all my, uh, all my old school uh, first loves as, as they got into sports. But you know, with Giselle, you know, there was a breaking point where Giselle either said, Hey, you're going to quit football and become a, you know, a full parent and a full husband, uh, or I'm going to leave you. I'm, we're breaking up. So Brady, it sounds like pick football over her. And it's like, okay, she's out of the picture now, so just play forever. Uh, but obviously that didn't happen. So it's just kind of weird that, you know, if he just retired after that Super Bowl or retired after last year, he would probably still have his family. And, you know, you know, you wouldn't have your – your um, your not that his, uh, you know reputation is sullied at all, but, you know, had his first losing season, didn't look very good in that last playoff game. So, again, Giselle, I don't know. It just seems to me like if she's no longer begging you to quit, why not keep going? Why not go to San Fran? But again, when the times when the time is right, all athletes know uh, it's time to hang it up. So TB12, pour one out for the greatest of all time. And just from a you know Boston perspective, I don't know how many people listening uh, to the pod right now you know know people in Boston or New England or what Tom Brady you know means to the Patriots. Um, I will never ever ever until the day I die forgive. Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft for pushing Brady out the door. I think it was the worst move in the history. I mean, this isn't like you know uh, Babe Ruth getting traded to the Yankees, but what what a terrible, terrible, terrible call uh, by Belichick. Number one, uh, I get it if you want to you know move on from Brady; he's getting old. But you had no backup plan. Then you bring in Cam Newton. You waste the year. You wasted another year last year with uh, you know offensive coordinators who have no clue what they're doing. So I knew that Belichick's cutthroat. But I thought Robert Kraft would step in as the owner and say, "No, no, 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 Bill. I know you don't like Brady. You can't stand that his, you know, his his star is brighter than yours. But we're keeping him around. He's going to retire a Patriot. I will never forgive Belichick for pushing him out the door and Kraft for not intervening and letting uh, and keeping Tom Brady in there. And he wasn't asking for the world. He wanted the Drew Brees contract. He wanted 2 years at 25 million a year. He would have stayed with the Pats. He would have put up with Belichick. But he didn't. They let him go walk out the door. And what happened? Uh, There's a stat going out there. I think Brady without Belichick is I don't know 15 games above 500. Uh, And you look at Belichick without Brady, then you know he's a he's a sub 500 coach. So uh, just thinking of Brady and all the memories, you know, it's kind of crazy. He was uh, an athlete that I saw, you know, from a very young age. I remember the first Super Bowl in 2001 against the Greatest Show on Turf. I was 13 years old, uh, and I had my dad actually got a big screen TV. And this I'm gonna date myself. It was 2001, but it was. Uh, we were so pumped to get the big screen TV, but it was one of those big screen TVs that was like a million pounds. And like the, the, the width of the screen was like, you know, three feet wide. But I remember, uh, my dad actually, uh, went on vacation. It was me and my buddies. We were 13 years old. And what do you do when you, you know, you want to party, you don't know about, you know, drinking and, you know, getting into real mischief, but we, we got a bunch of uh, Surge. It was like Mountain Dew. I don't know if anyone remembers that. But we got pizza, we got Surge, and we watched the Patriots Super Bowl. And obviously uh, that was one of my greatest memories when the Patriots came out as a team, now being introduced as a team. Uh, just an incredible uh, incredible uh, run there. Me and my dad watched the, the, yeah, the Tuck Rule game. Yes, it's the Tuck Rule game. It is not the fumble game. It's the Tuck Rule. But then all the championships, all the big games. Um, you know, I think one of my greatest memories of Brady as well – uh, was uh, the Seattle Super Bowl to me? That was just the absolute uh, stones of coming back against at the time the greatest you know Legion of Doom. Great defense there. Obviously, Malcolm Butler needed to uh, uh, needed to get that interception, but Brady was just incredible in that game. So I'm probably gonna now get into like rewatching all these games. Um, of course, one of my other big regrets is you know not having the uh, the perfect season. Uh, the game that shall not be mentioned in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, where Patriots uh, were, before I even knew about betting or anything, they were a 12-and-a-half point favorite in that one. It lose outright. The Manningham game where Welker can't uh, come in with the uh, the catch. My husband cannot throw the ball and cannot catch the ball, as Gisella said at the time. Uh, but all the big games, the comeback against Atlanta, and then you know the other one that I'll always uh, be thankful for? I had just met my fiance Elise, in, I want to say, it was, the, it was right before, it was maybe, a month before the Super Bowl, the last one, uh, the one where Gronk had that big long catch and the Patriots won, what was it 13 to three against the Rams? But I had just met Elise uh, and we started dating, and I don't know if we were like official yet or anything. And I took a shot, and she knew I was like a big sports person. I was like, "Hey, you want to go to Tw- Twin River Casino and and watch the Super Bowl? You know, I have a connection there. My book just came out at the time." And she said yes, and we didn't really know each other at the time yet. Obviously now we're you know, we're, we're engaged to be wed. Uh, we have a dog, we have a house, like, you know, talk about, uh, you know, a blast from the past year, but you know, she said yes. And like, we didn't really know each other that much. We got a hotel room at twin river. We watched the super bowl. Uh, I bet a hundred bucks, which was a big bet for me at the time on, uh, on the Patriots to, uh, to win the game on the money line. They came through, we partied all night. We got a huge steak dinner with our hundred dollar winnings. Uh, and that was just a great memory and it ended up being the final super bowl, uh, maybe for a very long time, the final super bowl, of uh, of Brady with the Pats but you know where the Pats are right now I don't really expect them to get back to the Super Bowl uh, for quite a while here. So, uh thank you for the memories Brady again. Uh, I know um I know probably you either you either love him if you're like me, maybe you hate him uh, because he won so much, but uh, just an incredible athlete that, you know, again, pick number 199, 6th round. No one thought he would be anything. Uh Bledsoe gets uh, rolled by Mo Lewis, Brady comes in, the rest is history and it wasn't you know that he had the strongest arm, or he was, you know, really slow. He, you know, uh, Mike Reese, the reporter for the Patriots, always joked he's like a Clydesdale, but he's, you know, just really not physically gifted. But it was the freaking will to win that, to me, separates Brady from everyone else. Yes, it's the winning, it's the seven Super Bowls, it's uh, showing a, a middle finger about to, Be- to Belichick after he says he's too old. We all know Tom's contract and, and age here. Uh, Bel, I remember too. This is going to be a big trip down memory lane, like Felger and Maz, my favorite talk show in Boston. This is going to be like, you know, Boston's going nuts right now with Brady. But um will so be a lot of reminiscing. And, again, I know Tony Soprano always said, uh, remember when is the lowest form of, uh, of conversation. Uh, but the game against Jacksonville, I remember um, I was working at Sports Insights still at the time. Brady uh, cut his hand on, I think it was Rex Burkhead's uh, helmet, and he was gushing blood, and uh, he, he was questionable whether or not he'd play. I remember there was a line move against the Pats in that game. And, um and Belichick after the game said they're like oh uh, you know how did Brady do with that big injury and he said oh it's not like he's he has he needs open heart surgery so Belichick was always needling Brady that's what always pissed me off maybe he got the best out of Brady but seriously let him go and bring in Cam Newton I'll never forgive them for that uh but just just incredible just thinking about Brady and all the great uh wins and championships but really the guy's will to win also how about here I am just rambling on but uh, we'll get to our, our place here in one second uh but the final comment I'll have is just that last AFC championship game in Arrowhead against Patrick Mahomes. How many third and tens, third and longs did Brady convert and win that thing in overtime? That, to me, you know, Brady to Gronk, Brady to Edelman, Brady to Amendola. Uh, winning it on the road, that, to me, was just one of the greatest games that, that I can remember here. So the TB12, uh, you know, the, the experience here is over. Does he go become a Fox commentator for uh, $40 million a year for 10 years? We'll see what happens. Um, but again, I think this is it. He said, you know, imagine if he comes back again, you know, I, I don't think he would really care, but, uh, you kind of fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you. Don't get fooled again. I, I think this is it for Brady. So, uh, just tip of the cap to the greatest athlete I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and thank you for all the joy, uh, that Brady has brought, uh, new England and obviously, uh, us Patriots fans here who, uh, will never forget and never forgive, uh, that Belichick ran him out the door. But anyway. Had to address it again. I could give you all the uh, the records, all the uh, you know straight up wins, losses, ATS uh, records here. Obviously, they're just ridiculous. Uh, but again, had to talk about Brady and give him his due. Uh, one of my my favorite athlete of all time hanging it up finally. Who would have thought Max Kellerman? He finally fell off that cliff. Uh, so Max Kellerman's taking a victory lap today. But anyway, with that being said, four and two yesterday plus 0.37 units. We're about to dive into our seven pack tonight. Five in college, one NHL, one NBA. Real quick, if you haven't done it yet, very quick housekeeping. Sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's VEASAN.com slash newsletter. You get the VEASAN daily every single morning, waking up to great sports betting content and information, getting you ready for that day in the betting market as well as upcoming big games. So today's uh, newsletter, we let off with the updated numbers for the Super Bowl. Not much movement here either way. You did see uh, actually the Eagles fall down to one and a half, so it looks like some Chiefs money came in yesterday. They were plus two and a half, plus two. Total just ticked up, though. I I actually like the under there, uh, but I did notice it just went up to 51 or 50 and a half. It was 49 and a half, 50 yesterday. So a little bit of movement here toward the Chiefs and toward the over. Uh, You'll get Adam Burke's report here on Sean Payton. Uh, joining the Broncos, Michael Lombardi uh, has a take on that as well. Uh, you also get all the links to all of our articles, NBA with JVT, NHL with Andy McNeil. Uh, great content here. Dave Tooley's takes Wes Reynolds, uh, who's got some PGA Tour, Pebble Beach, Pro-Am information, uh, as well as promos for legal books. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. All included in the newsletter every single morning. That's com slash newsletter. Then sign up. If you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN all-access membership. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Only $10, $9.99. Get yourself covered now for a full month of service, but really get it for the Super Bowl. Get it for all the prop bets uh, that you uh, that you want to get down on here. And so, When you become a member, you'll get all of the best bets sent to your email for all sports, all the DraftKings, great betting percentages, which are real and spectacular, uh, as well as a live stream of all the shows. Uh, and of course, all the articles beyond the paywall, so all included when you become a member. If you want to have the best Super Bowl experience you can have, you know, even just try Veasan for a month, we'll get you covered for only ten bucks, uh, so you can have a great Super Bowl here. Uh, but that's Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Then, lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting convo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, seeing Twitter blow up when Tom Brady retires, uh, and, again, and, again, being able to direct message people and talk about games. I love that aspect as well. love when you guys reach out and you know have questions or you know kind of have uh, questions about a game or talking through a game. I'm always here to help. Uh, you can always follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email. Josh at So with that being said, I'm looking at the clock. We're about 15 minutes in. I rambled way too long. I guess I talked quite a bit about Tom Brady. So what we're going to do is take a short break. I know we haven't hit on any any games yet, but second half the pod, we're going to roll through our seven pack here. So don't go anywhere. We're going to talk five college basketball bets for tonight, trying to maximize our edge with money lining these uh, short home favorites. And then I have one NHL bet, one NBA bet. When we return on episode 756 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back.
0: Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties. And they all come in two strengths.
2: Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap, of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits to let you know exactly where the money and the bets are moving on every game, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 so you can become a part of the sports betting network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe all right everyone we are back at it episode 756 grinded out a small profit last night i will take it four and two plus 0.37 units uh, spent a while reminiscing about tom brady so thank you all for letting me indulging me uh, to take a trip down memory lane as uh, as the goat retires here uh but now let's get into our bets i know that's what you're really excited about so i'll uh, start talking about some games for tonight i told you i had a five pack in college hoops well, let's get right to them and again when someone told me a long time ago, maximize your edge. If you feel like you have an edge, and what an ed- what is an edge? An edge is an advantage over the sports books. Then you know what? Maximize that edge. So I got five. Count them five, and I could have had a, a couple more here, but in particular that George Mason line got way out of hand. But if you bet George Mason on the uh, morning bets pod, you're feeling pretty good right now. But here's our five-pack for today. Uh, actually, not all our money lines. First one is going to be a spread play. Give me... Providence, baby. I'm going Providence here plus the points. Uh, got Providence at plus four. Uh, you may be able to find a four and a half, not really out there too much, uh, but you may be able to shop around or wait and see and see if you can get the hook. Uh, but I'll take the plus four right now. Providence is at Xavier. This is kind of a classic reverse line move. Uh, big game here between a couple of good ranked teams. This is a 630 game, as I mentioned, so make sure you get this thing in early. Don't wait till 7 or 659 because it will already have started. Uh, but Providence is ranked 17th. Xavier is ranked 16th. Uh, Providence is one, three straight Xavier, uh, is two and two of their last four. They just got rolled by Creighton. That was a good, um, that was a good, uh, unranked home favor ranked opponent over the weekend. Uh, but what I've seen across the market is some good respected money hitting Providence. This game actually opened Xavier minus four and a half at home. Now the line is down to Xavier minus four. Some shops even did touch three and a half. Uh, so all movement liability has been toward Providence here. And that's notable because it's a heavily bet, uh, game tonight. I think it's on what Fox sports one, but also Publics on Xavier. Uh, Xavier here is getting uh, around 64% of bets, yet the line is dropping toward Providence. So this is a classic reverse line move. Xavier is the popular play, yet the line's going to Providence. So it tells me respected money is hitting Providence here. Uh, they're only getting about 35% of bets, but they're getting 55% of the money. So a pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Uh, also, Ken Palm does have Xavier winning by four points. So it's not much of an edge here with Providence plus four. Uh, But one thing I am leaning on here is the defensive Providence. They're only giving up 68 points a game versus uh, 76 for Xavier. And, again, Xavier has struggled a little bit uh, here recently. So uh, see if we can take the points, maybe get either a short loss, lose by three or less, or how about we make it easy and win the damn game. But that's just a classic heavily bet. uh, You know, not a prime time, I guess. 630 isn't quite prime time. But heavily bet game, nationally televised. Everyone's betting Xavier. But line has either stayed the same or actually fallen toward Providence. So give me the plus four. With Providence here, let's go Friars. Next bet for me, I'm going Sooners here on the money line. Give me Oklahoma on the money line. It's a 9 o'clock game, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. Uh, I got Oklahoma here at minus 165. A couple reasons to like Oklahoma. Uh, Number one, a little bit of line movement. Oklahoma opened at some shops as low as minus 3, even touched minus 4 at some shops. Now you're back to 3.5. But movement's all been toward... Uh, the Sooners in this one. Now we've been talking about uh, the short home favorites is why I go money line here, but kind of proves the point. Big 12 home favorites straight up in conference play 26 and 11, 70%, 6% ROI. If you money line, a short favorite four or less with the line moving their direction, uh, one twenty six and 73, 63%, 7% ROI. So both match with Oklahoma. Uh, you also have um, Oklahoma here, seven and four at home and Oklahoma state is only two and five on the road. Also better shooting team, 48% versus 44%. And kind of one thing from yesterday, uh, you know, the one thing I, I maybe should have mentioned on the Market Insights pod, it was the Kansas-K-State game. That was a play for me at minus 7 um, from the morning bets pod play, but it got all the way up to 8, 8.5. I didn't mention it because kind of the line moved too much to play. But it wasn't just a fade-the-trendy dog, but it was a revenge angle for Kansas. Like Kansas had lost to K-State earlier in the season, so they're at home. Now they can uh, enact some revenge. Well, same thing here for Oklahoma. Oklahoma uh, lost to OK State 72 56 back on January 18th. So now you're at home looking for revenge. This is our short money line home favorite system match. Give me the Sooners here. Let's go Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma on the money line at minus 165. Next play for me staying up late, put on a pot of coffee. Uh, let's go Utah State, baby. I'm on the Utah State money line. Another money line short favorite here. I got him at minus 185. Uh, Utah State, a couple reasons to like them. Number one, uh, not a huge line move here. You know, some shops open minus four. You tipped at one point to four and a half. I actually saw one book at three and a half or three. So you do have some movement toward Utah State, but it's kind of a fishy play in terms of, you know, two really good teams. Like if you look at uh, New Mexico, they're 19 and three. Utah State is 17 and five. So public is saying, give me the points with New Mexico. You know, either they're going to win or just, hey, it's going to be a close game. Take the team who's 19 and three getting four points or four and a half points uh well the public is on new mexico 62 percent. yet the line has moved up toward utah state so this looks like a fade the trendy dog play to me uh movement and liability has been toward utah state uh utah state is 10 and 1 at home this year uh also if you look at utah state they're only getting uh around 30 39 of bets but 70 percent of the money that's a really good low bets higher dollar uh bet split and you do have ken palm uh, projecting Utah State to win by four points here, so I'm going Utah State late night. It was, this was going to match our uh, short money line home favorite system match, and again, great team at home, but publics on New Mexico yet lines going to Utah State, so that's kind of a blueprint play for me. Give me Utah State on the money line minus 185. I told you we're trying to maximize our edge. I got another one for you in the same vein. Uh, let's go St. Joe's. St. Joseph's. They're at home against Rhode Island. I'm going St. Joe's on the money line as well. Uh, I got them at minus 185 on the money line, so same price here. But St. Joe's at home against Rhode Island, uh, not a huge line move. You know, they open around, you know, minus 4-ish. You know, at one point they're up to, I think, like 5. They're back down to around 4.5 or 4 across the market. So it's not a huge line move play, but it would match our, um, actually a different system here, our A-10. Now I'm starting to look at every conference, how these home favorites do, and uh, pretty much every conference it's really, really good for the home favorites straight up. But in the Atlantic 10, home favorites straight up. 33-12, 73%. 5% 33 and 12, 73%, 5% ROI. So that would match here with St. Joe's. Uh, Ken Palm has St. Joe's winning by four. So really not, a, not an edge here based on the four or four and a half. But here's something to like. Uh, he actually does have um, St. Joe's ranked much higher, 191 in the country versus 213. But here's a really good home road split here. Uh, URI on the road, 0 and 6. I look at St. Joe's, 7 and 4 at home. So it's been a really good home road split. I'm actually looking toward yesterday. There was one team. Oh yeah. Remember Miami last night when I was like, how can I not take Miami? They're 11 and 0 at home. Virginia Tech is 0 and 6 on the road. Well, again, came through with Miami. Hopefully it comes through here with URI 0 and 6 on the road. Uh, Better offense for St. Joe's. It's no longer uh, Jameer Nelson and Delonte West, uh, but they're 73 points a game versus 68 uh, for Rhode Island. Also, you look at um, uh, shooting percentage, 43%. Versus 40%, so better shooters. Uh, so I'm going to play this A-10 home favorite system match. 73% this year, straight up. Give me St. Joe's on the money line, minus 185. Uh, last bet for me, I don't like to go above minus 200 very much in college. Again, it's a little bit more volatile, but I'm trying to maximize our edge. You know, I, I laid off. I keep, talking about, um, I keep talking about George Mason, but they're like minus 300. Now that's just kind of too high for me. Um, but I am going to go Richmond. Give me Richmond at home against the Bonnies. Uh, this is Richmond on the money line. I got him at minus two hundred five. So it's not too. It's kind of high, but at least it's not you know in uh, in George Mason territory now. But anyway, Richmond at minus two hundred five. What caught my eye here? A little bit of line movement. You know, they open around uh, minus four and a half. They're up to minus five. This would match also that A10 home favorite system match. Home favorites thirty three and twelve straight up in the A10 seventy three percent. Ken Palm does have Richmond winning by five. It's not an edge, but at least he's got him. you know, based on the number uh, to win the game, at least a little bit comfortably, two possessions. Uh, ranked much higher, 133 for Richmond versus the Bonnies 166. It's also kind of a buy-low spot on Richmond. Uh, Richmond has lost three straight, and they've lost four of their last five, but three of those games are on the road. And as we always talk about home road, here's the, kind of another example of, you know, uh, Virginia Tech and Miami from yesterday where, again, said, how can I not take the team that's great at home against the team that's terrible on the road? Well, here's a big heightened advantage home road Richmond is nine and two at home this year the Bonnies are one in seven on the road so hopefully the home cooking continues here uh, again matching that 810 system match uh, also better shooting team Richmond 44 percent versus 42 percent and after you've you know lost three straight I think you're gonna be looking uh looking hungry here hopefully motivated uh to get back in the wind column. so give me Richmond minus 205. So of course, this is our money line home favorite system match. Uh, again, always bet trust, not bet to win. We're not risking, uh, you know, if you're betting Richmond with me, you're not risking two units to win. Um, to win one, you're risking your one unit trying to get a half unit back. So always want to make that clear. Uh, but our five pack tonight: Providence plus four. Be nice to get that one. That's just minus one ten juice. Oklahoma minus one sixty five on the money line. Utah State minus one eighty five on the money line. St. Joe's minus one eighty five on the money line. and Richmond. Minus 2.05 on the money line. Uh, now over two. A couple more sweats here. Just talked uh, our five-pack in college. Let's go to the NHL. I got one bet in the NHL for you. I'm going Boston Bruins. Let's go bees tonight. Uh, Bruins are at on um, uh, on the road at Toronto. There's only two games tonight, and then we have a, a layoff here uh, where we don't get um, hockey back until, I think, the 6th. Uh, so you're going to have the all-star break here. But um, w- what I'm looking at for the bees. Number one is just kind of a buy low system match, which is kind of crazy to say because the Bruins have been so damn good this year, 38-7-5, but the Bruins have hit their toughest adversity of the season. They've lost three straight. they lost to Tampa, Florida, Carolina. So you've lost three straight. Uh, meanwhile, the Leafs have won three of their last four. So, again, it seems like, you know, based on um, kind of a, a buy low sell high system match that the Bruins are kind of the good buy low opportunity here. The Bruins are also only minus 130. You know, it's kind of a good price here. The line did move toward Boston. Line opened as low as minus 110, minus 115 for the bees. Now they're up to minus 130, so they have that line move in their favor. But having lost three straight, this is a veteran team, a very proud team. Uh, they don't want to go into the break losing four straight, having to sit on that. So I think you get a really good effort out of them. They're rested. They haven't played since the 29th here. So Linus Olmark expected to be in net, who's been great. Uh, looking good for Arvesena. Uh, looking at Boston, 31-7 and 7 as a favorite. They're 16-6-2 on the road. Offensively, 3.7 goals a game versus 3.4. Defensively, 2.2 goals allowed versus 2.7. Uh, better penalty kill. Uh, the power play is about the same, like 26%. Uh, but PK, 86% versus 80%. But here's another advantage here to the Bruins tonight. Uh, Austin Matthews, uh, one of the best players in hockey, Toronto, stud. He's out. He, he got hurt here. I think he had... I don't, I don't know, ankle injury or something happened, but he's out. So you're going to be down Toronto, one of your best players. And Matt Murray, I know he hasn't been very good, but uh, he's out as well. So it's going to be Sam Sonoff in net. Uh, so the Bees, after losing three straight, last game before the break, uh, I wouldn't force this if it was just a buy low sell high, but the market is moving toward Boston. As low as minus 110, minus 115, now you're minus 130. So I'm going the Bruins. Let's go Bees. Last game before the break, let's snap this three-game losing skid. Good line move. Also, uh, one system match. A rested road division favorite. If you look at a road favorite uh, who's had at least two days off and it's a divisional matchup, they're 48 and 24 this year, 67%, 8% ROI. That would match with Boston. So let's go Bs. I got the Bs at minus 130. Now over to the NBA. I know NBA, I been pretty, uh, doing pretty well here, uh, you know, throughout, um, you know, obviously the season, but obviously there's been uh, kind of a tough, tough spot here with these uh, non-conference overs doing well, but yet, Um, You know, kind of hitting a rough patch here. I think I've lost three of my last four non-conference overs. Uh, So I'm going to go in a little different direction here. I'm going to go with a side. So give me a money line play here. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns late. So a couple reasons to like the Phoenix Suns tonight. They're at home against the Hawks. Uh, The Phoenix Suns opened as low as a one-point home favorite. Now they're up to minus one and a half, or some shops even now up to minus two. So Lions going to Phoenix. Uh, I got Phoenix on the money line at, at minus 120. So kind of a low number there. Uh, We got a little bit of line movement. Uh, We also have a system match here. Uh, I was digging into this one. Uh, Short home favorites, minus three or less, who made the playoffs last year. So you're at home. You got the home court. um, You are a favorite, expected to win. uh, And you made the playoffs last year. So you're theoretically a good team who's battle tested and, you know, probably a veteran team who knows how to win. Well, that would match with Phoenix tonight. Those teams straight up are 50 and 30 this year 63%, 10% ROI. You also have a non conference team. match here where basically the lack of familiarity not knowing your opponent kind of benefits the uh, quote-unquote better team which is uh, based upon the favorite designation also home road uh, phoenix is 19 and 8 at home pretty good home team atlanta is just 12 and 15 on the road and then defensively you know you look at offense atlanta's slightly better offensive efficiency uh, but the big angle here uh, would be defensively phoenix is ninth in the uh, nba in defensive efficiency and you also have atlanta Uh, 20th in defensive efficiency. So big advantage defensively. And again, small number, but it's crept up a little bit toward Phoenix. I'm going Phoenix on the money line, guys. I got the Phoenix Suns at minus 120. So that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 756. Looking to stack uh, a couple winning days together after a good night last night. Obviously, it's TB12 day, so I'll be reminiscing all day. Uh, Put on my old, uh, you you know what's also funny? I remember I was 13 years old. Here, I'm going to give you one more little anecdote. You guys are probably like, shut up, Josh. No one cares. Uh, But anyway, uh, I wanted to get a Brady jersey so bad uh, when I was 13 years old for that first Super Bowl. And my mom was like, okay, I'll get you the jersey. But we had to search everywhere. Like, Brady was not a thing yet. Like, I remember going to, like, Foot Locker and, you know, all these old stores that probably, you know, aren't even, like, malls aren't even a thing anymore. The mall used to be super cool and no one cares anymore. Uh, You can buy everything online. But anyway, my mom took me to the mall. And we found a Brady jersey, and again, he wasn't big at the time. He was a rookie, he just burst on the scene. And I'm like, I want a Brady jersey. I want a Brady jersey. Uh, and the only Brady jersey they had was like an XXL. So my mom bought it for me. And here I am at 13 years old. I don't know, five foot one, and I don't know, uh, you know, 100 100 pounds. Uh, but I wore that jersey. It was huge. It was basically like a, uh, I don't know, like like a towel. Uh, but I wore that thing with pride, and I still have it in my closet. So I'm gonna have to bust that thing out. Uh, for TB12. So again, thinking about Brady, I- I'm gonna get I'm gonna get emotional today. I'm not gonna lie, guys. When Brady retires, everything he's given uh, us Pats fans, it's it's an emotional day here today. But uh, anyway, uh, all uh, all jokes aside, a reminder: if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, if you've had a good uh, run here in college hoops, I had my guy Blake the Megalomani- uh, Megalomaniac email me or DM me he said uh, in January I went 43 and 17 with my college basketball bat. So great job, Blake. Uh, if you've been doing well with college, like Blake, or just from listening to the Market Insights are you know, win every bet? Of course not. Betting's pretty hard, not gonna lie. Uh, but has it shown you a different way to skin a cat, a different way to approach betting, a data-driven angle? Did you not know about going contrarian, looking at betting percentages, looking at line movement, looking at betting systems, looking at low bets, higher dollars? Did you not uh, ever, you know, bet flat betting before? Maybe you're a parlay person. Uh, if any of that is now part of your routine, or you enjoy the pod, or it's helped you cash some bets. Um, There's one thing I ask of you, buy my book, go to amazon.com, type in the everything guide to sports betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in the everything guide to sports betting. So again, if you want to grab a copy, it would really make my day. And of course, if you want to give it five stars and a good review, it would really make my day. Uh, well, that being said, uh, whether I see you guys at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, the Encore, or Plain Ridge Park Casino, or the MGM Springfield in Massachusetts, yes, we are live and ready to go, although mobile won't be until March, uh, or out in the desert where the True Grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, uh, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or with your feet in the pool, sweating Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa at Stadium Swim, getting a victory burger at the end of the night. Or, of course, the Mandalay Bay or Superbook, my other two favorite books when I go visit Vegas. Uh, Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a Maryland Terps ticket, baby, unranked home fave, first-ranked opponent. Show me a Miami play. Show me an Ottawa Senators uh, ticket. Show me a VCU on the money line. That's why you money line. You take the spread, you would have lost. We money line. We got to win with VCU. Uh, But either way, guys, pour one out for TB12. My parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. We're playing a long game. They call it smart money for a reason because it's going to win not every time, but a majority of the time long-term. So if we can find that sweet spot, find games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the sweats tonight, guys. Got a seven-pack here. Let's see if we can... Uh, Get a string going, start a nice little streak. Uh, But I wish you the best of luck. Don't forget to tip your ticket, writer. And as always, uh, wise man of Eason, as he likes to say, cashing tickets. Hopefully we can cash a few tonight because that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Pour one out for TB12, and, uh, and have a great night. I will see you for Thirsty Thursday tomorrow. Good luck.